I get confused with my bank account a lot because I always. Because there's never any money in it and I keep putting money in there. I'm so confused. (laughs) Hey, y'all. Hi. (laughs) Welcome back to another episode of Perfectly Incapable. My name's Adam. And I'm Lewis. Hey, Lewis. How you doing today? Oh, it's it's going great. It's the day after the big St. Patrick's Day party, mm. so I'm feeling great, doing well. Nice. I feel great myself. I didn't do anything though, so <laughs> I'm just feeling great today. No need to recover here. <laughs> just a good Sunday. I don't even feel like I need to recover. It's just like I like even went to bed at like three o'clock in the morning. Woke up at like eight thirty, and I was Jeez. like, I feel refreshed, and I like. Went to nice. town on these notes for today. Like I added to so much different shit and I was like, okay, cool. And I like, I cleaned and I was like, okay, cool. I'm feeling really productive, productive today. morning. I know. I guess it, I guess it only, only need five hours of sleep and you're good to go. Well, I went to bed at like one and <laughs> did not. No, you didn't. You didn't go to bed at one. I think so. No. Cause I texted you. Oh, uh, what time was that? I don't know. Let's find out. <laughs> I'm going to put, oh, maybe it was. I just lost check of time, I guess. <laughs> it's 11 47 when the last thing you said yeah and then i didn't get up until like 10 Mm. so you you got your little five hours of sleep and we're much more productive than i i've already had like a pot of coffee and i'm sipping on a red bull i haven't had any i don't think i've had any caffeine yet today okay just natural energy over here yeah that's me big ball of energy adrenaline and prayers let's go let's dive into some of our articles today we actually have some this week yes so by YouTuber Lily, I'm going to say her name wrong. Lily Singh. Do you know who she is? I didn't know who she was, but I saw this article. <laughs> <laughs> nice. There you go. Um, so probably that's not how you say her name. Lily Singh. Sign? I feel like I it know. is. I think it is Singh. But she she's getting a late night show after the Jimmy Fallon, Carson Daly, like those mm. late night shows, NBC. Yeah. So it's going to be called A Little Late with Lily, her last name. And so she came out in February and she's in, she's an Indian Canadian woman. And so this is, this is a big deal for a late night show. I mean, not only just a woman, a woman of color, a bisexual woman. So just all kinds of diversity there. And so they, they just announced the news on the tonight show with Jimmy Fallon. And so that's going to be one, a one thirty-five AM late night slot. And it's replacing Carson Daly's show. Oh, if anyone Carson. remembers Carson Daly, he's had a late night show for quite a while now. R.I.P. Carson, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Post, uh, what was that, TRL? TRL, he, like the, the best show ever. <laughs> <laughs> so who knows what he's going to do now? God, I remember like, like his... rushing home to like, I remember when, when Beautiful Liar came out and I was obsessed with that song. <laughs> and like, it wasn't like we didn't have iPad, iPods and things. That That's how old we are now. Um, and I remember just like rushing just because I knew it would be on the, that top eight. Oh, God. And so this this next article, thanks to Aja for bringing this up. Kate Winslet is going to play a lesbian in a new upcoming oh. period piece. And so it's it's about a the life of a fossil hunter, Mary Anning. And I assume they call her fossil hunter because it was like pre-paleontology. Mm-hmm. She was a working class Victorian woman. And she was described as a loner. And the issue with her being a lesbian isn't just the fact that she's, they made her a lesbian. It's like they made it just to be trendy Mm -hmm. because there wasn't really anything about her, her personal life. She was a loner. 
And I'm going to jack Aja's words straight up here and quote her. She died alone of breast cancer because she was weird and men weren't into her. Her scientific contributions weren't accepted until after she died. And to me, men erased her from science and a romantic subplot erases the sacrifice and lonely life she had for the sake of science. So it's... You right. Right. And you know, Hollywood, they have to romanticize and make a story out of it. But it does kind of suck that they're just making her a lesbian just for just for the story. And it, it's kind of not kind of it's basically overshadowing all of the actual scientific contributions that she made. And so a lot of the families come out and make comments about it. They have it's not really any issue again with her being a lesbian. It's just there was no evidence. So it's just feels like they're literally just doing it to be trendy. But still cool that they're making a movie out of her and, you know, everyone is still wishing it the best and, and hoping that it's it's going to be a successful movie. Maybe we'll write our first blog post about it. <laughs> Maybe. We should just have Aja write it. Like, here, write this. Tell us, tell us about science. I would love that. I don't know that she would appreciate having another project dropped in her lap, but we'll, t- we'll talk. Please help. Please. <laughs> get, get ready for a, uh, an incoming request. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna, probably going to be a week, a few days beforehand. So get ready. <laughs> Can you do this tonight? Right, right now, actually, I need you to drop everything. No more crafting. <laughs> I'm just gonna get Have a text it. back. Hard pass. <laughs> She's like, no. I'd be like, please. <laughs> I said, please, though. So you pulled some articles, also. Oh my god! Let me tell you, I have been so good at my job lately <laughs> on this podcast. I've been really pulling my weight here. Uh, well, the big other thing that happened this week was Sam Smith came out as non-binary. I think he was. I think his words were, he was like, "I'm not." I don't feel like I'm more feminine or more masculine. I'm kind of in the middle. And he like addressed all that. He also went to Ikea this weekend. That was a big moment for him, I guess. Wow. Yeah. His first ever Ikea trip. I was like, okay. He's never been to Ikea before. No. But it it also took me like 20 some years to go to Ikea. So like, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna fall down. All right. So, but that was a big thing. And I I only saw it because like one of the local um, radio stations here posted it. And like reading the comments, I was like, you're annoying. Like, <laughs> you're annoying. You're all annoying. So everyone's like, oh, what's next? Everyone's just going to be an alien? Or what is next? We're just going to all be fish? <laughs> I was like, you're all <sighs> dumb. You're all basically fish because you're all dumb. You right. have no brains left. Like, stop talking. So basically, Sam Smith came out as uh, non-binary. Everyone is up in arms as per usual because LOL the streets. What else did I find? Oh, there's a love motel. I think it's in Japan. It's called Hotel Hotel Eldia. And the big thing was, so I guess you can pay anywhere, I guess, in U.S. currency. It's 58 to $67 uh, for two hours. I guess this is like a thing. You go, you have sex. It's cool. Um, and honestly, like, what a deal. That's kind of cheap if you think about it. You get like a whole room. So you're, you're taking someone with you. You're not like yeah, paying 50 bucks for a partner. Yeah, I think. <laughs> okay, I was like, I that's hella cheap. I was like, that's, isn't that really cheap? It's like a cute little motel. So a room and that. a lover? Right? Can you imagine? And then um, I guess the big thing was like there's like ga- there's game rooms in them now, so that's like the big hot things. I think it was on Kotaku that I found it, but they have like a DDR su- supernova machine. Ooh. I was like, wow, the fancy for and again for fifty eight dollars during right. the week. Come on, what? Is I mean, how deal? many quarters are you going to go through in a normal arcade in two hours? Thank you. So you might as well just get get the whole bang for your buck. <laughs> God, that was on the fly too. I love oh on the fly. God, okay, I'm done talking about that. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, <laughs> so I was in the I was like I was trying to get breakfast yesterday before everyone was trying to go to the big St. Patty's Day parade, 
And I'm trying and I'm like waiting in line. And so then I check my phone. I'm going through the good old FB. TMZ posted an article that Mama June, a la Honey Boo Boo's mom, uh, was arrested for possession of crack cocaine with her and her husband or boyfriend, whatever he is. And so they the whole the whole like thing about it is they were like so sweet and nice, like during their arrest. I was like, that is <laughs> That is some Southern charm. I'm really into that. Cause like, cause I guess the boyfriend had a needle in his pocket. And so, and so oh the cops were going to like pat him down or whatever. And he was like, Hey, he's like, he's like, I'm going to be real with you. There's a needle. There's a syringe in my, in my pocket. Like, I don't, I don't want you to get hurt. So like, be careful <sighs> so when you're going. Right. And then, and then the mama June was like, yes, it's crack cocaine. Yes. It's everything in this vehicle is mine. Like I own all of it. Blah, blah, blah. That's, that's over there. That's over there. And I was like, oh, wow, wow. What, a, what a nice arrest. Like, right. usually somebody's like popping off and they're just like, no, we did it. But I was like, that's Southern charm. And then Kardashian update. Don't worry. I was going to replace it. And then I did it because I found as I found a new one. But this week it's about Rob Kardashian, who, if you know, like him and China, Black China had gotten that huge like fight a couple years ago. I'm glad you clarified. Yes. <laughs> out no, here in, yeah. a, in a fight with China. He's fighting, fighting with actual China. So then they like gotten that huge battle and they have a baby together. They were going crazy. I remember that was nuts. My good. A dog. A dog. Did you get a dog? Sorry. I'm confused. A dog. <laughs> Do you have a dog right now? Get out. No. <laughs> I let you look behind. Please leave this in. <laughs> uh, so Rob apparently it was his birthday yesterday, I guess. So he like posted a picture of him and the little baby. I guess I think her name is Dream. I believe Dream. Dream. So he posted a photo and he's been a little more active on Twitter. So everyone's like, oh, he's getting his life together. This is going to be great. He's coming back to social media. Apparently it's a big deal. And so now they're like actually trying to like dream is like our is our daughter. We're both focusing on loving her in the best way we can. And we can do that together. Right. I, like, I, I feel like that was a good Kardashian update of the week. So what I'm hearing is Kris Jenner finally decided that they had run the course of that whole drama and the money was gone. So now they can actually be an amicable family. <laughs> Literally. And speaking of money. <laughs> Look at you. This week's segue. I purposely did this. Yeah. So I was sitting at work. <laughs> earlier this week, trying to put a little budget together. I was writing down my income and all of my spending, all of my bills, like trying to find ways that I can cut some corners and start saving a little bit of money. How do this? Yeah. I was like, you know, what would be a good topic is money because I'm bad with it. And every time I try to budget, I'm literally spending money while I'm writing all of the money I'm spending. Notebooks, some new pens to go with it. <laughs> and it's just like this whole log list. $300 later, I'm <laughs> I've decided, I told you guys, I don't like New Year's resolutions. So I decided to like make a resolution in fucking March, like three months into the year. <laughs> so yeah, I'm like, I'm going to time, I'm going to manage my time. I'm going to manage my money. So let me go buy. So so that I also bought a watch. <laughs> I bought, bought an Apple watch. I didn't. <laughs> I was going to say he also has a phone, which has all these things in it. I'm s- this is for budgeting. <laughs> I downloaded the new Moleskin time management app that I'm paying $12 a year. For. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> because this I is don't the most like backwards budgeting I ever. I don't like the tiny planner that I ordered from Amazon. So. <laughs> I don't like my tiny notebook. <laughs> I'm mad at my tiny notebooks. They gave me a paper cut, a tiny one, too, so it really hurts. It's pointless. Whatever. Before, before we go into diving more into how bad I am, just myself with money, uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about relationships and some of the money money problems that come along with that. 
a lot of times money is the is the primary conflict in a relationship. I know that's definitely been issues in some of my past relationships, whether it's a big one or not. I mean, it always comes up. Inevitably, it becomes an issue. So someone asks you on a date. Oh, OK. Who pays? What kind of date are we talking? Oh, my God. OK, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I'm just like, is it is it drinks or is it like dinner? drinks? Both either um, probably drinks it's so weird because like straight dating like obviously the girls quote unquote not supposed to pay because that's whatever weird misogynistic equality in life that's how that's how they do mm-hmm. but like in gay worlds queer worlds like what are you supposed to do right i like i offer to pay and like i will pay for both if needeth be but usually the other person's like oh i got it i'm like okay great i'm not gonna fight you about it because i'm poor reach for your wallet like oh here that amy poehler and baby mama (laughs) just like fake reaching (laughs) yeah yeah but I'll, but I actually reach for my wallet. Like I'll take, I'll physically take it out because that's the thing. You're like, you look like no you're gonna commit. But I reach for it. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing. If you fully, if you full on go to commit to it, they'll most likely just no, 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 and get like really antsy about it. I'm like, okay. If I ask someone on a date, I usually plan to pay. Okay. But then also, if someone asks me on a date, I usually try to pay. I don't know why I always feel obligated to try and pay. So basically, go out with Adam all the time. <laughs> just pay for it. Perfect. This is why I have no money. I just pay for everything. <laughs> See, he doesn't need he doesn't need a budgeting thing. He just needs to put his wallet away. I I need yeah a a full freeze on my accounts. As you can see, this episode is just for Adam. Listen, <laughs> it's a, it's it's therapy part two, and it's funny because I like said something the other day, and I was like, "Is this a therapy session?" And you were like, "Every text message is a therapy session." Every text message is a therapy session. Surprise! I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll send you my bill. <laughs> you can keep paying me. <laughs> Well, it can be even the same with with friendships going out to to a bar or dinner. I always love having the conversations with people if you're out in, in a group dinner and someone's like, oh, let's just split the bill five ways. And the one person at the end of the table that got like a salad and a water. Do you remember that episode? I of only had soup. Yes. Someone's like ordering lobster yeah. and like rounds of shots and they kind of like split the tab five ways and your ten dollar tab goes up to thirty seven. My mind goes both ways for that because I'm always down to just order for the table and like share apps and things. And then it yeah. for me, it's always always goes to what's easier for the waiter because I'm like, yeah, let's yeah. just like split it down the middle or split it three, five ways, whatever that the waiter can just swipe cards and be done with it. But I am fully conscious that if, you know, there's someone at the table that's already hesitant about coming to dinner because of money and then it comes down to something like that like that's shit i've been in that position before oh but that's up to you to just like fully raise your hand and be like nah i got a salad here's 10 bucks well and that's the thing if you throw that money like if you know that's gonna be your situation you can obviously just bring the money or venmo somebody like that we'll get to that later the rise of venmo i guess Mm -hmm. again that is up to you you could like throw that money and then be like okay now you fuckers just split it up these many ways and then that's that. right but also like it's a really dangerous path because <laughs> so kate and i we have this hobby called going to concerts <laughs> or like anything that or like events whatever that costs money so it's like one of us will just get the tickets so the thing is like we'll just keep buying tickets right. and then we're like okay i owe you this much and then we're like okay well we're gonna go to this so why don't we keep doing that so there is no money being tossed around we're just like somebody's not paying for something yet right so it's like balancing out of type type stuff yeah i i feel like that especially with close friend groups you all, you end up at this point where someone gets the round of drinks here and someone gets the round of drinks yeah. there 
I get confused with my bank account a lot because I always. Because <laughs> there's never any money in it, and I keep putting money there's in there. I'm so money. confused. <laughs> <laughs> I I initiate a lot of outings, whether it's a concert or a comedy show or whatever. And I'm like, hey, do you guys want to go to this? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, great. I'll just buy the tickets, and you guys pay me back. So like, I've paid for three events that are across the next three months, and I'm like, where did six hundred dollars go? Oh, right wait. There. People owe me money. It's just did it all at once. <laughs> I get it. I think I like hinted at it. Like there was a really hard time in my life when my dad was in the hospital, and like I was working like two jobs, going to, going to school, like trying to get it all done. And I was dating someone at the time that was like, "Oh, you're struggling. I want to help you." I'm like, "No, go away. I'm do it myself. I'm very much like pick yourself up and buy the bootstraps and get out there." I don't know why I have that. I have that, I have that American dream mentality. Like, that's just how I, I grew up. And, like, I think it's just, like, watching my parents always work, work, work. And so I was like, okay, yeah. same. I'm like, that's, like, like, that's my mentality is seeing that. And, like, that's just how I roll. So that that relationship was, it was a good one. But it was, like, I remember that time I was like, no, I can't. And he would get so mad at me. And I was like, I was like, stop. And I was like, I'm not taking it. He's like, why can't you let anyone help you? I was like, no, not allowed. That's a little awkward. Someone just giving you money because you're having a hard time or something. But also like, and that's the thing, like if you are okay, like let's say I was okay with it. You also have to also think like, are there going to be strings attached to this eventually? Right. That's a scary thing for me. I think that's why I don't take from anybody yeah. because I don't want. A, to be in debt to somebody or B, like mm-hmm. there be some sort of strings on me to be like, well, remember when there are people that do that. And I've seen it happen to people, like especially relationships and then stuff like that. Right. And that's how sometimes it gets abusive because like that becomes a mentally abusive relationship if you keep harping on it and like reminding them that you have some sort of dominance over them. That can definitely be a situation in an early relationship. You know, you meet someone and you start dating and they're wanting to pay for everything. And I totally understand, you know, some people don't, whether or not they actually think that you would have strings attached. It's just, you don't, you don't want to get into this, this habit of someone paying for everything. And you're not in a position to do that because it, it, yeah, you, there's just that fear of always feeling indebted, whether or not that person ever would. I totally understand that, you know, wanting to avoid that completely. There was this uh, intern on one of the radio stations here that I listened to, and she was uh, talking about first dates and, and guys paying. And she's she's a Southern girl and is completely in that mentality of you you want to go on a date with me, you're paying. Yeah. They were like, well, what if you ask the guy out? She was like, I would never. God, I love that. <laughs> she, I would never. It's just like, no, a guy's going to ask me out and then he's going to pay. I love that. I had off on Friday, so I was driving around. Um, and they they had a they had a sec- they had a segment. They were like, "Would you date someone that didn't have a job?" And like the answers were obviously varied, but like one girl brought up a point. Like she was like, "Some girls go on dates because, especially the young girls that are like, or even young guys, like whatever." They were like these college kids that are going to school and doing this. Sometimes those dates that they accept are for free meals because they can't afford mm-hmm. it. And I was like, "What an interesting." plan yeah i was like i never would have thought of that and i would have done it just stacking tinder dates friday to sunday for for some free meal yeah why the fuck not but like like if it's it's a survival thing hell yeah but if you're being a bitch about it no (laughs) right and you play it right you've got leftovers for the next day too exactly eat small appetizer come on Mm -hmm. would you would you date somebody without a job 
I would, mm-hmm. as long as they weren't using me. It wasn't obvious that they were using. Me. You don't even have to use Adam. He's just gonna, he's just gonna throw money at you. It's fine. I, I'm happy to pay for dinners and for drinks out. As, as long as it's it's very clear that I'm, I'm not being used. There's plenty of ways to hang out and spend time together yeah. without it being just like buckets of money thrown out the window. It's possible I hear. That brings us to one of the other points I wanted to make. When you have such a difference in income uh, with partners, mm. so say you're, I don't know, some successful CEO and you're dating a bartender. Mm. Not only, and we've talked about this a little bit in earlier episodes as far as dating, lifestyle and everything. Apart from all of that, your schedules, you know, a bartender service industry having a late night schedule versus someone with a nine to five, that's its own problem. When it comes to the pay scale and the difference in in what you're getting paid, it can be hard when you are not making as much as your partner and you feel like you're holding them back or you feel like you're holding your relationship back from you know maybe going on a trip or, you know, going out to dinner or doing this event or whatever. And so I think that a lot of that is up to the person that does have the higher income to make sure they're not doing anything to make their partner feel small intentionally, um, because it's it can be really easy to say like, oh, do you want to go? Do you want to go out of town next weekend? And they're like, no, I can't. Like I haven't gotten paid yet or whatever. And then you're like, we never get to go anywhere. It's like, wow. okay, (laughs) bitch. But also welcome to dating me. (laughs) 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 Like it's it's insane to think that two years ago I was making somewhere between like five to six dollars less an hour than I was than I am now and still surviving and like doing all the things I still have to do now it's gotten easier but it's hard like being a teacher sucks like I mean I love I Mm -hmm. love my job I do like I love my kids love that a lot of my friends are doing like office jobs or they work downtown. Well, I work downtown too, but they have like, right. those office jobs or like business related things. And everyone's like, let's go do this. Let's go do this. I'm like, um, I could try. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> Let me see if I can get plasma again yet. <laughs> Literally. And it's just like, it's so, it's, it's like a lot. And like, that's why I think like the Twitch side hustle has been such a big push for me and like trying to do these side projects. It like the hustle is real. The hustle is real. And like a bunch of us at work, we, like we we still babysit because like that's extra spending money and then it's like for people that like it's our kids that we know so they're like okay great we're we'll pay you whatever you want i'm like cool so yeah <laughs> feeling like the, name your price I, seriously so yeah being the uh being, being being the poor friend and boyfriend is a really fun this is a really fun life and i and i have to say like i've never felt that way but like i can obviously see it but I'm just like, mm-hmm. sorry, guys, but nobody ever faults me for it. And like, again, we just do something else then. And like, nobody's ever given me shit about it. Have you been in a relationship long enough to where you got to a point where you you really talked about money and like debt? I gonna say no. I mean, the thing is, like, if you know me, you know, like most of my situation. And if I just yeah. say and if I just say, hey, I'm a teacher, you're like, oh, shit, you're you're fucked. I'm like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> say no more. Say no more. I figured it out. Money is one of the things that I've always been uncomfortable to talk about. I I just feel like it's well, it's a thing we were told not to talk about because at work right. you're not supposed to discuss your uh, your paycheck or how much you make. Like that's because that creates friction in like a team. Right. So like that's obviously that could create fr- friction in any sort of friendship, relationship, any of that. I was having a conversation with one of my coworkers this week. She's she's having a really hard time. She's one of the ones I've been very frustrated with. But it it came out this week about just how unhappy she is. She feels useless at work. Like what she's working on is for nothing. And 
she was just saying how kind of defeated she feels and she's not learning anything. She just comes into work every day and for what? And I was like, well, not to be condescending, you're coming to work for money. Yeah. I understand not being fulfilled and not being creatively challenged, but you're here for money. Yeah. You're here for a job. Yeah. And not everyone has that. Yeah. And so I, I completely understand it. I don't want to belittle your feelings, but I think first and foremost, you just need to to remember you have a job right now. There's been times at jobs that I've been like, why am I here? And I'm like, oh, because this is, I'm making what I think is more than what's usually offered to me. So like, that's okay. And like, even if you shop around, there's not, and especially in the education field, there's not much more you can make unless again, you right. have that to have those, either have those letters, have a connection, can prove you can do well. Mm-hmm. Like it's hard to move up in there. So like, we're like, all right, well, we're making decent money. Like, I guess it comes with the trade off, but you're there, you're there for the paycheck at this point. We rabbit trailed a little, a uh, little bit back to, uh, <laughs> sharing debt, like with, with a partner in a relationship. I've, I've never gotten this far into a relationship, so I'm unfamiliar, <laughs> but <laughs> thinking about the more serious you get with someone, your finances are, are intertwined, not necessarily your actual accounts or anything. Yeah. But a friend of mine, she she was dating this guy for a while and remember her talking to me one day about how nervous she was to tell him how much debt she was in. And part of it's just credit card debt, but a chunk of it is education, like student loans and everything. And I don't know, it seems like a foreign concept to me. I was like, I don't number one, I don't think you need to feel obligated to tell him all of your debt this early. Um, I mean, maybe if you guys start talking about getting engaged or, or married or something, then you're obviously getting much more serious. So then you can have more of those conversations, but I don't know. I don't know if there's a, a point in a relationship where you, you share your debt. Yeah. I mean, I, and I don't mean actually share your debt with them, but just like have the conversation. Take, I won't share it. You <laughs> My debt take is it. your debt. You don't have to share it. You take it. You just pull on, take it, take it, have it. I don't want it anymore. I don't need don't to share say I never gave you anything. Yeah. Here you go. Um, I don't know. I mean, I feel like it's like you said, like it's when you're, getting more serious and like your finances start to blend in together because that could even mean moving in together so like i mean if the rent is cheaper for doing that obviously yeah but like if you're gonna upgrade like if it's an extra shit fifty dollars like that could make that could break somebody very true so it's like that so that is a moment where you're like hey i guess we need to talk about this like here it is if you're not as open as i am being like sally may owns me (laughs) right like I don't know. I got like I that's what I, that's that, that's what I wrote down like talking about bringing it up. I was like or if you're like co-buying something like maybe a car, a house, uh oh, for sure. I don't know, a dog. I think you have to like I think someone has to legally own that dog. A baby, going to buy a baby, I don't know. Yeah, going to buy a baby. Going to buy a baby, go to the Target, get a baby. Um I did see a few articles this week about how the queer community, especially the trans community, mm-hmm money is such a, a bigger problem than it is for a, a heterosexual oh, individual yeah. Yeah. Um, because there's, there are so many additional costs. There's, I mean, there's already these pay gaps between men and women. And then you, you factor in uh, any, any other queer. label you want to put on yourself. You're just, yeah. But we, we talked a little bit about this in previous episode as far as relationships, but that's a huge a thing that happens in the queer community that I see a lot is couples moving in 
way too quickly and they start intertwining their money way too early on. And then, you know, they, they get into a relationship or a situation that they feel stuck. They stay in a relationship longer than they probably would have because like you were saying, they have moved in together. They start sharing finances. They probably upgraded or bought a condo. And so now they have this, all of these expenses that neither of them can afford on their own. And you're kind of like stuck together. Now we're here. Now we're Wonderful. Here. I love it. What about yeah. borrowing money? I don't do it. The only time I did it was before I went to Mexico when I literally had $10 in my bank account and mm-hmm. we didn't get paid until the day after we arrived. And like everyone was very willing to be like, we'll pay for you. Don't worry about it. But I was like, no. But then one of my good friends gave it to me. And I, now that I think about it, I really hope I paid him back because. <laughs> No, because, like, the internet was really spotty, and I remember sitting there, like, clicking it the whole time, so either he got the money back or got, like, triple money back. I don't know. Oh, God. So I'm like, "Mm, I don't know. So (laughs) hopefully I paid you back. (laughs) If not, please tell me, (laughs) because I will pay you. Um, Yeah. Suddenly. But then that happened, so, like, I had, so then I had to go, like, throw that in the bank, and that was the only time. Like, I I don't like borrowing or taking especially money from anyone. Mm Mm-hmm. What about lending money to friends? I mean, if I can, I would. Oh, it's such a dangerous area, though. Well, and also depends who it is. <laughs> right. I just, money and friends can go downhill so fast. Oh, yeah. Because, again, like I was saying earlier, when, when you have someone that says they don't have any money and then you lend them money and then they're out here at every bar or asking people to go out and you see them partying, going out to dinner or something. It's like, okay, I didn't lend you money so that you could go just blow it out on the town. Yeah. I mean, if it's for something good, just makes it awkward Then fine. But like, if it's to literally go out and like, if you're gonna give them an absorbent amount of money to go out, no. Right. Like I said, it's like 20 bucks to go like celebrate your friend's birthday. Like fucking go here. I won't even ask for it back because I don't care. I've dated guys who were still like paying back their ex for money that they had borrowed or paying off a car that their ex had God, like, I cannot them put in their name that. or something. Right. I'm just like, Oh my God, how? Cause like I, we have talked, I think I've talked about it. I was like, if I ever get a house and I'm either serious with somebody engaged, married, whatever, I want my own things. So like, yeah. I like the, the idea of a shared finance scares the shit out of me. Oh yeah. Like, I don't know if I want to do that. I mean, I probably, I guess that's like a compromise. And maybe that's a thing you're supposed to do, but I'm not there yet. So I can't fully, (laughs) I can't fully comprehend if that's like something I will have to do. Like, when did you realize what money was? Like, when did you realize the importance of it? Or like that it meant something, that it was like a currency? I don't know. It was very young. Mm -hmm. My parents, they they divorced early Mm -hmm. uh, when I was 12 or so. And so money, money was a big conflict. And so I feel like the conversation of money was, was a thing early on. And, you know, I would, what, like what kids do asking for a toy out somewhere, or can we go do this or that? And it, it was like, no, we, we don't have money for that right now, or that's too expensive, whatever. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of hard to pinpoint when I like un, really understood what money was, but I, the concept of you need this in order to do anything or buy anything was pretty early on. Yeah, that's what I was going for. <laughs> Good yeah. job. You, you figured out my words. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, same, I think. Like, I remember my parents fighting about it, like, when we were younger. And or when I was younger, there's no we. It's I. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, 
but I yeah, same. I remember them fighting about it, and then that's when I learned what it was. And then I <laughs> God, I was such an awful teenager. Uh it was when we got like it's when cell phones are big and like iPods are coming out. And like again, I saved up for it and I got it. But for some reason, what didn't click in my head was like I knew it costs money to buy things on iTunes and like oh. ringtones and stuff. And like right. Homeboy thought he could be slick and just like a dollar here, a dollar there, but that adds up. And I remember yep. get, I remember getting in trouble for that <laughs> at an early age. Because I had to have those ringback tones and those ringtones. I gotta stay fresh. And then I remember when we would like my parents like they would give me money to go out, like when we had it, whatever. And I and I don't think I like actually had friends until like high school. Like <laughs> I didn't like go out or do things until I was like 14. Right. So like they would give me like a 20 or whatever and be like, here, go out. I'm like, oh, awesome. And so like every time I would go out, I would just hoard money. And like yeah. I like like they wouldn't always give me like twenties, it'd be like five, ten, whatever. Like, what do you like what are you going to do? And I'm like, uh like make shit up. And so I would like hoard their money as, as I'm spending right. it on ringtones anyway. Oh so I'm just spending double money, it's awesome. And then I'd be like, Here, I'll pay you back. And they're like, with my money. I'm like, What? <laughs> yeah. This is mine. You gave it to yeah, me. Yeah, you gave it to me. It's a gift. Remember? That's why I have a, I have wow. a hard time receiving gifts. Um Awesome. That's funny. I did. I did a similar thing. My parents would give me a few dollars here and there every day for lunch. Yeah. And I would just save all of the the dollars and everything that I would get for food and then use that for gas to drive to the next town over to get coffee with my friends on the weekend. <laughs> I mean, even though you weren't eating, but that's cute, though. Yeah. I remember I started working at the age of 15. I think that's when I first learned that, like, the hustle of money because I mm-hmm. would work um, I would work my camp job during the summer and then on Monday nights my dad my dad worked at the same country club so he would work um, it would just be him they would have these barbecues so people would bring their food like they had charcoal grills whatever out there already for them oh cool and so they would have little barbecues and hang out and everyone thought I was just the cutest little thing because I was <laughs> 15 and I was his son and I was so nice and polite so I would like take out yeah, water change I know right and I'm just here I am I'm a monster the hob- hoblobs come <laughs> <laughs> but like I would take but I would like take out waters or if they needed something I'd go help or whatever but someone would always give me money so I would make between if it was a slow day like 40 bucks and to a big day 200 bucks on the side nice. along with getting paid so I was on pretty the good clock. for a 15 year old hell yeah so like I had that money and I just saved it up until because I worked there until I was 20 so we, oh, wow. so we did that for like five years learn how to save early <laughs> I learned how to hustle early is what I did I'm gonna I'm gonna take all of Adam's money is what I'm saying even though he has none of it because he keeps throwing it out I'm trying to learn how to budget it's fine I'm here I'm here for moral support and my and my consultation fees so so perfect so, so add that add that into your budget We'll start with that for first item of budget therapy sessions. Well, then should your should the first session be us giving some tips to our listeners? Wow, the segue. <laughs> so here's our here's our first section section session. Well, I was I texted him and I was like, hey, what if we did like a fun tip tips and tricks section? Because you know both of us are really bad at money, so who wouldn't want unsolicited advice from us? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Did you want to start? Sure. I mean, I think you like you hinted at it. We need to start eating at home. 
like we really need to start cooking and prepping things and only eating those things and start Ugh. ordering out all the time i hate it i hate it so much it's like my worst thing especially with coffee in the morning like i if i forget to go buy it like i try to use reusable cups and like that's that was point number two buy buy reusable things like I try to bring my own coffee to work, but then, you know, if I forget, I wake up late. Um, what am I going to do? You can't make coffee at work? I could, but I don't want that. <laughs> wow. I don't like that coffee, and I guess I could buy my own. Shut up, Adam. <laughs> I know. I, I take my own coffee to work. Yeah, that's smart. I could, but I also, like, don't want to. And, I, and I'm and i a true gay, and I only like iced coffee, so. Ah, that's the other tips. That's my other. That's my other trick. That, that that's that's a trick to my tip. Mm, that's <laughs> don't. Mm, God, I hate myself so much. Well, you can make cold brew at home. Yeah, but that's a lot. Again, I have to like learn and like do that. Oh my god, I'm gonna send you a tutorial. <laughs> it's very easy. Oh good, thank you. Add it. Add it to the list of things we need to learn this week. <laughs> do you have any? Do you have, do you have one? Mine is actually going to counteract what you just said. Oh great, perfect. You make fun of me. Constantly for having everything everything delivered. Uh-huh. But hear me out. You go to the grocery store. Uh-huh. You have to drive. Uh-huh. You're going to go pick up food. You Uber. You're going to go like to the mall and buy some new clothes or something. You take the train. And so every one of those things, you're spending money on either gas or an Uber ride or a train ticket. Whatever form of transportation you're taking, mm-hmm. you're spending money on that. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to go to the grocery store and you're going to buy more than you went to get. Or you go to the mall and you're going to buy... You're just going for a shirt and you're going to end up seeing like a cute pair of jeans that you like instead. And then you're going to leave that store and then you're going to get a pretzel because you're having buyer's remorse. You could have just stayed at home. You could have ordered your groceries. And while you're putting groceries in your cart, waiting on the next page of Zara to load where you're ordering a shirt, you could have just been sitting at home this whole time thinking about the project at work or working on some freelance work. Mm-hmm. You're literally making money sitting at home ordering your groceries or your your shirts. This sounds like someone that doesn't have willpower and can't say no. I'm serious, though. <laughs> How many times do you go to the grocery store and you end up buying things that you don't even want or need because you're hungry while you're there? No, well, don't do that. <laughs> yeah. And like you were saying, like, oh... oh, what if you see that person that you don't want to that you don't want to go out with? You don't even like them. Don't go. That's my that's my other tip. Don't go out. Just don't go. Or if you are going out, just get trashed at your house before you go out. And then you're already drunk when you go out. Yeah, but see, then that's dangerous because then I want to drink with my friends and then I'll, I'll, I'll buy drinks. Well, you can get one drink. Yeah, but then who's You'll probably black out before you spend any more money anyways. Oh my God, I've actually done that. Yeah. <laughs> right. I, I was just thinking about it. I was like, I was like, I was like, oh no, because I got really drunk. We got in the Uber, went to this guy's apartment. Mm-hmm. And then I forgot to close my tab. Like you said, just don't go out and go to bed at 8 p.m. And then you haven't spent money on food or alcohol. Oh, that's smart. And, and you're going to you be well rested. And then you prolong the need for Botox. And then you could be a model, an Instagram model. There you go. So they'll pay you to be well rested. And then you can take that money to start spending on supplements for working out, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Was that not implied? Supplements <laughs> to work out. <laughs> oh. Okay. Cool. Love Be that. Pretty like model. Okay. <laughs> cool. I don't have any more tips. Yeah, I don't have any more tips. They're not. They're not really tips. They were just us being assholes. So, hopefully, those work for you. Hopefully, you're gonna be well, well rested and have no friends. Cool. You, if you have no friends, you spend no money. Done and done. Or you're spending your money on prostitutes, in which case. But then make sure you it's at. The, but then make sure it's at the love hotel with, with the DDR machine. True. Fifty dollars for two hours. Yeah. Something like that. That's really nice. 
Uh, okay. But thanks for listening. You can follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, at Perfectly Incapable Podcast. Uh, we have a Twitter. It's at Perfin Podcast. <laughs> and then wherever you guys are listening, uh, please follow, subscribe, leave us a rating, review, Spotify, iTunes. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Thank you guys for listening. Have a great week. Uh, bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> Jesus fuck. <laughs>